Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in to another episode of the DNVR Rapids podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Mitchell. AKA pretty happy United fan after today's Europa games. Um, and, uh, you know, we are presented as always by the homies over to Vaca TV. We got the full squad on today, full squad, whole squad here. Of course, the super, super producer. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, my guy. Not much, man. Keeping warm in my nice C38 sweater. We have no advertising they can buy space if they want. You know. I'm a quick 38. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wanders, give me my commission. Yeah, I kid. Um, and of course, the uh, the man with the graphics, downtown Dwayne Brown. What's up? Hello, live from Yaya's desk down the hall. <laughs> By the way, I'm mad. Bye. Ah, uh, he's gone. You're out of here. <laughs> I'm doing the. I'm doing Did the. You get world kicked out of the art hole. Is there too much going on in the art hole, or what's going on? Why are you why are you in Yaya's office? That's uh, yeah, D lines doing some work, so I didn't want to sure. be destructive when uh, everyone else's offices are open. So yeah, that's a good and point. I have the and I have the best setup. So yeah, the most rapid setup. Yeah, I noticed you got uh, my uh, Tim Howard here. Yeah, I put it up because I thought I was gonna do way more shows from there than I do. He's so cute. He's so cute. Little Tim Howard, you love to see it. And then, of course, Tiny Tim joining us for the duration of the MLS playoffs, which is coming to us in the one, the only Joseph Samuelson, my dude. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, and um, I'm happy that I got uh, my chalk predictions right last week. Um, as a Real Sociedad fan. Um, not too not a real Sociedad fan. <laughs> really, but just also an if you were a Sociedad fan, you'd be happy because they finished top of the group, so you can you would you would be pretty stoked. Really, just an anti Man United fan. I'm against well, them. You're off the all. podcast forever after this. So and I was fine. about to say, did your last pod, man? Like, <laughs> the, the playoffs are done. There's no need for Joseph anymore. We're out of here. Ever again. All right, bye. Um, look, no, but I'm happy, to, I'm happy to. Well, join I'm telling you, you what's going to happen right now. We this we're not really ever talking European soccer, but United is drawing Ajax just because that's obviously what's going to happen. They came down from champions. We already know what's going to happen. Or Barca, and I hope they just send it's just Barca. Just matchups like that you misery. have to worry about when you're a perennial Europa League club like Manchester United. We were champions <laughs> last season, my guy. Last season, last year. Champions. If you can't get anyone, moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Hey, Ramon, my guy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. No, we're gonna talk. I will kick you out too, Ramon. I've no, you can. No, you will not. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You know we gotta get this on track. Okay, we're gonna talk World Cup coverage. What we're doing here. Uh, at DNVR, how we're how we're uh, going to be hosting some stuff, who we're partnered with, um, things you can expect, some of our coverage you can expect. We're going to, of course, preview the MLS Cup final, and then since it's snowing, we're going to talk about fun stuff to do in the snow. So there you go. Um, 
And then uh, let's start with a little, a little World Cup news. We'll decide how impactful this news really is. But Rapids two midfielder Daniel Chacon called up Costa Rican national team for the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Um, I'm going to let mostly Yaya and Joseph drive this one as they have the most exposure to this player and, and how he profiles on an international level. Um, Joseph, when you saw this news, um, I'm assuming it was relatively expected. He has featured for Costa Rica before. Um, but what was your initial reaction? Yeah, no, I was uh, expecting this from the moment uh, that Rapids 2 signed him uh, during the summer uh, because he had consistently featured uh, for Costa Rica during qualifying. Um, he wasn't, he's not a starter for the national team, but he's a regular contributor. He's played at both the back line and um, at, like the six. Um, so he's going to the World Cup, I think, ostensibly as Costa Rica's backup Um backup six but you know he's got the toolkit and versatility to play along uh the back line he's he's done that with his um i forget the name of the club he came from in costa rica um it wasn't one it wasn't saprissa or Herediano, which are the um those are the sort of the two big guys uh down there but he's uh he played a lot for them i haven't it's very difficult to watch the costa rican league from the united states so i haven't seen much of his club games but you know he's looked up to the part up to the task when he's played uh internationally so um hyped young prospect that's coming through the rapid system uh you know who knows what a world cup can do um and who knows where you know his ceiling is um but it would be cool to see him uh potentially don burgundy uh in the future especially yeah, for rapids two next season yeah i mean he's about 21 so i mean he's not like you know, he's not like young, young, but I mean, young in terms of the MLS and 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 working up the professional club level on, on like a world scale. Um, I mean, you know, they did trade for Ralph, who's also, I think, two years younger, year younger, somewhere in that range. I think um, he's still 19. Yeah. Yeah. So so significantly younger and in the same position. So it'll be curious to see you know, long-term how the, how they, if they play together, how that works kind of, you know, where we see him fit in. Yeah. yeah what were your thoughts on Chacon? Uh, the whole thing about Chacon is at this point, um, yeah, it's okay. Um, the whole thing about, sorry, I have like my wife talking to me right now. Uh, the whole thing with Chacon is like, is he going to even, uh, make the world, is he even going to wear a rapid, uh, uh, kit next year? Sure. I, there is a possibility. There's a world as it might be slim. That there is an injury and he does become the starter and he does ball out and the Rapids get uh, an offer Whoa. from somebody out there that they just can't refuse. Sure. Are they going to turn down five million from I don't know Brighton out in Premier League? I feel or like you're, I feel like we're like Jack Price. No, no, the... for Chacon, like oh, whoa, like, well, like I feel no. like we're putting the cart before the horse a little bit. Whoa. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm Tiny not. bit. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that you're right. Like it's a very slim possibility. Very, very I'm slim. gonna go with very, very, very slim but possibility. He is backup, so one injury can put sure, him right sure, there. Sure. Yeah. And this is not a very deep Costa Rican team. There's not a very no. good Costa Rican team. No. There's a team that it's also a very old team. Exactly. And he's one of the few young guys. Exactly. So who's gonna stand out the most in a team that has been seen in the World Cup and has had a good World Cup runs before? There's. Mm -hmm. Like that's where Kaylor Navas came from. There's like a reason Kaylor Navas was like really uh, well uh, 
really coveted after that 2014, 2014 World Cup. All it takes is a few good performances sure. in a world yeah. stage for you to get that. And I'm saying it's very slim, but there is a possibility where he balls out and he just never sees the, the light of day as a rapid. And yeah. he just becomes I mean, the like world a quick cup transfer. bump is real, right? Like tournament bumps oh, are real. Oh, for sure. Right? It's, like, it's like when a player gets hot, like his senior season in March Madness, and then gets drafted too high because he had a good run. You know what I mean? Like stuff like this can happen. Um, and, Hamas is know, a great example of this. Hamas yeah. literally grabbed his bags and went straight to Madrid. And again, I think I'm really Caught high that on Chacon. bag too, dude. I'm really high on Chacon in the aspect that I think the Rapids are flushed, are like really rich with young midfielders that could develop mm-hmm. into something actual legit into legit rotation pieces. And I'm talking about Hanya. I'm talking about Aguirre. I'm talking about Chacon. I'm talking about Ali Laraz. And I'm talking about Max Alvarez. And that's not even including Ralph Priso. Exactly. So I think Chacon is just going to add to that group of midfielders that can really fortify the Rapids. And you can kind of start seeing how the Rapids are building their team like Union. These are moves that Union does that it, it doesn't pay off immediately. But you see it little by little start building their depth, start building their foundation. And I feel like the Rapids are doing the same thing right now. Sure. And Chad Gohm being called up to the national team on the World Cup, nevertheless, just kind of shows how well the Rapids have been uh, scouting and how well Chacon has actually played in Cartejanas. And it just shows that the Rapids are going to be in a good place coming into the few next years, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Brian Crookham deserves a lot of credit for some of the pieces he's unearthed for Rapids 2. I know Rapids 2 didn't have an amazing season this year. I think a lot of that was due to a lot of that was due to a lot of injuries. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of players who missed, you know, months. Um, But he's picked out a handful of like really interesting like players who have um, just generally a solid like a, a solid attributes, but you know they're missing like one or two elements mm-hmm. to their gameplay. So I think MLS Next Pro is going to help uh, iron that out for players like Hanya, for uh, Aguirre, and hopefully Chacon. Look, if Chacon ends up just being an asset, that's you know that's great. That's honestly, perfect. like if he turns into a a tradable piece and never sees Burgundy, that's honestly considering. Considering Remember, the they got him on a free. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, yeah. this is exactly something that, like, great. If if he does his his if he improves his stock that much via the international way to go, like, great mm-hmm. by all means, like, please and turn that into something down the line. Whether that's just a sweetener on a trade deal or you know whatever that is, um, I you know it, only good things can come from this. There's zero zero negative to this at all. Um, so yeah, I mean, any other any closing thoughts on on Chacon in the World Cup, Costa Rica? Anybody? Let's hope he gets one start. That'd be cool. I think he gets two. How about a goal? That'd be sick. Give me that. Yeah. I also think he, they're just very injured. Or an assist. Uh, or, I don't know. Give me anything. I, get on the I score th- sheet. Yeah. I think I just think Costa Rica's going to get injured. They're old. They're slow. They're going to need some infusion of life. And I think Chacon's going to be exactly what they need. I'd love to see it. Well, you know where you can watch Chacon play? Dwayne, do you know where you, know where you can watch the Costa Rica games? I do know where you can where? watch. Where can you watch the Chicago games and every other game downstairs at the DNVR bar. Oh shit. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. I was scared for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. We're not hanging out in Dwayne's basement. We will be hanging out at the DNVR bar. DNVR has partnered with KSE and the Colorado Rapids. We are the official watch bar of the Rapids for the world cup. Pretty dope. Pretty 
dope. Joseph, you yeah. had a face. What's the face? What are you not into that? Oh, it's just the way the way you uh threw KSC in there. I thought that was kind of funny. Well, why? You know, this is a little funny. All right. Well, the DNVR official partner. Am I wrong? KSC. Um no, I just, no, I just thought, you know. <laughs> you know what? I think that's funny for obvious reasons, and I don't yeah, think I, I, I don't want to. No, I don't want to burn everyone any loves KSC. Um, I don't want to burn any bridges here, but I think that that's <laughs> no. But it's going to be a really cool funny. partnership, man. It's going to be really cool. We have um, the Rapids merch team will be out. They'll have a whole installation in the back of the bar selling Rapids merch. We'll be selling some of our merch, um, some men's national team stuff. You'll be able to get styled out. We'll be open for every single game. Every game. drunk at ten in the morning. Let's go. Hmm. What was that doing? starting at 6 a.m. Correct. Yeah, we will, correct. we will not be open for the 3 a.m. games. No, the one, I think it's like the Qatar game, and then there's one other game in the group stage that's too early for us to be open. Because I'm we... sorry, but who even cares about Qatar, dude? I hope they get eliminated and lose every game and get shut out every game. I hope the worst for that team. They're better than you think. They're actually no, pretty sneaky. Athletic. I don't care how good they are. I just no, I know. I'm just, I know what you hope. I'm just saying you might not get. I mean, yeah, uh, they have I, a pretty I, good I, chance yeah. of getting out of group. I mean, the host always has the best draw, right? Yeah, so, exactly. In the um, home, that that yeah. group sucks to begin with. Yeah. But um. And also, uh, taking it away from Qatar and back to Denver. Yeah. In the DMVR <laughs> bar. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who are going to be coming to lots of matches and watching along with us, um, you can buy a special limited edition glass, pint glass that you can keep with you. Um, and then oh, get sick. $2 off every drink for the rest of the tournament. Damn. Um, it's pretty sweet. There's It's it's more than just uh, watching Watch the matches. Parties, yeah. uh, obviously, that's the most important part. Um, but it's, it's, man, guys, it's going to be this excellent opportunity just to hang out, watch some soccer, uh, get drunk at six in the morning. Well, you can't, okay. So, so legally you can't 7. serve alcohol until 7 a.m. Yeah. First, but we will have our brunch menu going in the, in the duration for the first six, you know, half and ch- first half plus some change. Um, Come get the pancakes. The pancakes are so good. The pancakes yeah. are so good. But yeah, like it's honestly, it's honestly really cool that we got to team up with um, the Rapids to be able to do this. Like, we're hoping to have, like, like do a big blowout. Uh, who knows? You might catch me in the corner and just sulking to myself as Mexico <laughs> gets eliminated. Every, like every every. And then we'll be doing a live reaction pod where you are crying and I am cheering. It will be perfect. Um, <laughs> See, I could do the same thing with Man U, but we just can't do that every year to you. <laughs> hey, they're not eliminated from anything, baby. Um, Except maybe the the Premier League title. Eh, hey, wide open, wide open. Um, if you're yeah, if you're Liverpool or yeah, Liverpool. Bye bye, bye bye. Um, no, it's gonna be really cool. Um, in terms of what you can expect from this podcast and these these hosts and, and the people you're familiar with, we will be doing watch-alongs for every U.S. game. Um, hopefully it's more than three. Four it's would be dope. Be four. Five would be six. Would be six. Six would be, I believe, unprecedented. So, um, They've right. made the semis before, but yeah, that was before semis. the round yeah. of 16 was a thing. So, right. so I yes, think it would they... be unprecedented to win two games in the knockout stages. I mean, Mexico made it to the final back in 1932 or something like that. Sure. Yeah. So, um, look, it would be really cool. But either way, we will be watching along. We'll be live up in Studio A, up above the bar for those games. Um, 
you can watch along with us, jump in the comments. We'll be talking out. We'll have various DNVR personalities and some of our friends who've been on this show in and out and can, can hang out with us and, and Except watch for that Joseph. way. Joseph won't be on. Yeah, he's <laughs> shadow banned. I'm we're banned. also telling him, so I guess it's not shadow banned anymore. It's just banned. Um, <laughs> light banned. Um, if he does come on, on the screen, <laughs> we're just going to put a black, a black. I got family visiting Thanksgiving week anyway, so. They okay, can come like too. They the don't bar is not exclusive to just single people. Bring everyone, dude. Everyone. It's going to be fun as hell. I hope you guys can make it out. That Black Friday game against England is going to be quite lit. Um, Especially because there's the Avalanche game going on at the exact same time. Same time. <laughs> Both games start at noon. It's going to be bananas. Do we think yeah. that U.S.-England game is going to break TV viewership record or TV viewership record in the U.S. like no. for for a World, World Cup, Cup games? Mm, yeah. Probably, I don't uh, World Cup. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think yeah. the record is one of the U.S. women's finals. Um, People want to see winners, not see the U.S. MNT. That's sure. true. That's I wonder true. what the. Um, I mean, I guess the most iconic, like, you know, I don't think that Algeria game even holds the record. It's probably that Belgium game that they should have won and lost. Would probably be the. I mean, I would assume. Everywhere I went when ago. that when that like, when that game was on, like people were watching that game. Like, yeah, that was I, a that was a huge cultural milestone. I yeah, think. see, to me, yeah. the Spain game back in two thousand nine i want to say oh the confederations cup yeah yeah i, I feel like that was a bigger one than the, the greatest game. josie outdoor run in american history it's yeah true. and also like yeah. spain came in undefeated and it was like yeah who the who the fuck was top in the beat? world i believe yeah. at the time ranked number one in fifa rankings so yeah dude spain um, was like unbeatable at the, they had yeah. won like 40 in a row 38 in a row something like that it was like something but you know england has still yet to beat the united states in a competitive match eat it never England. Never happened. Two and draws. They never baby. beat us in a civil war either. Come yeah. on. For one draw and a win. That's a revolutionary war. Hey. hey. Same thing. And 1812. I got four numbers for you, England. One, seven, seven, six. Baby. Let's go. Um, so so other than our watch alongs and other than our watch parties, we will be doing a little pre-recorded kind of graphics heavy YouTube series. Um, that we will drop um, just previewing all the groups and sort of, you know, we'll throw in predictions and stuff here and there. And that'll also be the three of us plus whoever is around and wants to hang out and, and contribute to those. We'll be recording those in studio to look all fancy with graphics and all that stuff. Um, and just to kind of help the DNVR community who, I mean, let's be real, man. A lot of people don't watch anything outside the World Cup or even pay attention or read about it. But once it's on, they want to know. So we will help get you primed up for the World Cup. Um, pretty excited about those. Those will come out right before, uh, you know, probably, I don't know, two days or so before the first guitar opener, somewhere in there. Um, yeah. I mean, what are you guys most looking forward to about all that? Uh, mimosas at 10 a.m. Hmm? not going to lie. I'm really excited for mimosas. Mimosas. Hey, mimosas Tight. and soccer, dude, is one of the best combinations. And not uh, in I'm not, a chalada if I had to choose, personally. I'm a big mimosa guy, man. I love orange juice and champagne. I'm fancy like that, you know. Uh, but fancy, I that's what I think of for sure. Oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> I think of white women at a country club, but I'm not. I'm also really excited just to see, um, just to see uh, how far the U.S. and Mexico can actually go. I have really low hopes for both teams. Uh, You're really high on Canada for some reason, so I'm not. You I, know. I just think Canada's better than both teams right now in form. I think they have a better coach. 
I think they have the top better elite players, which helps out a lot. Um, the U.S. are lucky that England's a dumpster fire, Wales is old, and they get Iran. Like they're like they're just lucky at the state of the other teams. Yeah, I'm not saying That's I'm really not saying their only chance. Yeah, but again, also I think, I think it's you. I think it's generally good though to go into a World Cup with that sort of low expectation mindset because you're almost always going to like have a good time. Um, yes, I feel sure. like. I, I mean, I'm personally just really happy that the U.S. is playing at a World Cup again. Um, I could <laughs> honestly care less whether or not they – I mean, I want them to advance, obviously, but if they don't, listen, I'm just happy that we're back at a World Cup, right? Yeah. Qualifying was a stressful process um, for everybody, yeah. um, and I'm just happy they made it, and I'm happy that we don't have to deal with that rigmarole for at least eight years um because of the you know 2026 and um that's honestly what how i see as a u.s fan like i see this year as dress rehearsal for 26 because of how young this team is for how inexperienced this team is in both on both the international level and just even you know at their clubs um Man, if the U.S. wins, if the U.S. wins a knockout stage game, I am, I am over the moon. Be right, hundred percent. I am, I am over the moon. I mean, honestly, I'm over the moon if they get out of the group because I think you, I think you guys are underestimating. Or I think, well, I think Mitch is underestimating Iran. Um, I'm not underestimating anything. And I do agree with you though that people probably are overestimating Wales and that England is kind of just England. England so England's England. So, I mean, yeah, England could not be in a worse, worse spot. They have so much pressure on them. But they are by terribly. They so could terribly. be in a worse spot. They could be but the listen, UF. <laughs> but by FIFA rating, which, you know, obvious grain of salt, but by FIFA rating, this is the strongest group. Oh, by my oh, yeah. all top 22 or something like they're that. All top. Yeah. They're all right top now, 25 but, at least. Yeah. 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 So um, this is, look, it's, it's a competitive group. Um, the the one thing going for the U.S. is, is athleticism and speed, um, and I hope they don't play away from that advantage, which is probably what's going to happen. Um, but they are faster, stronger, bigger than every team in in the group, and that I just you know hopefully they can. Make I wouldn't say way. stronger. I think England's pretty strong. I just mean physically, like actual phys- physically. Unless you, yeah, I, mean, I think I think England's stronger than them. Yeah, I guess slab head, yeah. slab face. Yeah. Good old, uh, good old Harry Maguire will be in the middle of that back line. But I still think they're good. Um, I still think they're really, really good. England? Yeah, they're good. No, no, I'm talking about the U.S. I oh, yeah, yeah, good. yeah. But I also just think they're too young. That's why it's like they can hit a roll and just go all the way to the semis, in my opinion. Oh my god! But all like I, I, I can see a world where like they, they just something clicks on them and it's just like go, 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 sure. go. Which oh, happens. Oh. It happened to Costa Rica. Why can't it happen to the U.S. that has a more talented roster? I, uh, I love. I think we're getting out of the group, um, and I think, I think U.S. soccer fans have put this. Uh, this is a test run tag on this team way too much, uh, and I think oh, it's shots sucks. of Joseph. I think it's no. It's not just Joseph. It's, <laughs> it's like it's like almost every U.S men's national team fan i've i've heard from or talked to everyone saying this is our rehearsal this is our trial run and i'm like what it's a, world a cup. shitty attitude yeah it's the take. world cup let's let's take it as the like, world cup no this this team's think, average age is like 22 23 i'm not like, i mean who yeah but there's ages? experience matters a lot in a tournament ex- yeah and, and and because of how 
how little time you get with national teams. It's more about, yeah, the mistakes, reason yeah. why, like, all the big teams, like, all of their players are in, like, sort of the 27 32 range because at that stage of your career, you've had a lot of experience with the national team. You know, it's expected. You know how to play with players that you're not generally, like, with a, like, uh, at on the club level and i think that's where that advantage comes in like i mean i i'm i'm seeing it as a test run just because i think that's mentally like the best way i can go in this and still have a good time watching the world cup um because i do think there's a very real possibility that this team finishes for fourth but i think the u.s could finish literally in every single uh place in the the group group um that's why you play the games though so and the other thing also is um how you said the U.S. is very young, and most teams that win the World Cup, you can kind of see it coming by the previous World Cup. You can kind of happen with Germany. It's happened with um with Spain. It happens every time. You can kind of see the team growing from the previous World Cup. There's a united group. You saw it with France. They had the foundation built, and I think the U.S. just hasn't built that foundation fully yet for them to be like legit contenders. But there's always a Cinderella Cinderella run, and. There's no reason the U.S. can't be that. France is interesting, man. No Conte and no Pogba. They don't have their starting midfield. Um, they're still an absolute machine. No Varane either, who's been captain, who was captaining some of their tune-up games. So they're down some critical pieces. They still have Listen, them. Fran- France deserve But are they old? Are they old enough to compete? Yes. <laughs> of course they are. Yeah, and experience. They won, a world <laughs> they won the last one. And they yeah. the same team, basically. So, yes. Um I do. Th- I wonder why you're discounting that. Like, not many teams with 22 year olds are going to win the World Cup. It I'm hasn't not happened. saying they're going to win the World Cup. I just, I don't like the, uh, I don't the like reality. reality. <laughs> you don't like the truth. You don't like facing what the. What's wrong with saying it's a warm up though? Because it, is, I mean, it is. They're like, expectations should not just, be high, but it is a learning experience. It's good, uh, right? I think like, it's totally a learning experience, but it's just, I feel like. I feel like so many fans are going into the World Cup like not really, like not really into it. It's kind of like, eh, we're gonna go play you, some games in the World Cup, I and it's just like for me, and I'm just I'm speaking just for sure. myself. Sure. Like that's not enough for me. Like I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna, I I've, I've watched us play some very very good games get leading up to this World Cup over the past couple of years. I've watched us play some real stinkers. Oof, that's um, a game. <laughs> you know, and, but I think that there, <laughs> I think there was a lot of, um, I would say, World Cup prep fatigue in this in this squad, where everyone is just. I do believe that you just get tired of playing all of these little matches to get to the big show. And I think when we were at the World Cup, I think you're going to see these players turn it back up to a a very strong squad. I'm not sure. saying we're going to win the World Cup, but I'm not. I'm certainly not going to go into it going, "I'm here to watch the U.S. play some soccer." Like I'm I'm going into it with more hope than that. It sure. kills me that like Mr. Yasalina up there is just. <laughs> They just said they could make a semifinals run. No, 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 but the thing is, they're just too young. So let's just cash it in. 
it's not that they're young. It's just like you need experience, man. I said you see like the team that's gonna win it. You see them growing from the last World Cup. You like the one that I've been the most surprised with by Netherlands back in 2010 because you they were a good team, but that you the World Cup before you didn't really see them making that push for the final. They were un, they were barely hitting their peak, and I just think the U.S. needs that. The U.S. needs to like get uh, their feet wet. I'm sorry, but the totally, Gold Cup I is totally no competition. Agree. The Gold Cup is not a tournament that you should, at any time, use as a measuring stick about how good you are in tournaments. The Gold but Cup Nations League, yeah, yeah. But Nations League. Nations League is a trim so I'm going to take that for sure. So, like, that's the thing. Like, you just got to make sure. And I think also another reason a lot of uh, U.S. fans are feeling like, oh, there's a warm-up, a warm-up uh, World Cup. Because I feel like a lot of people around this around the world feel the same way. I think many people are not that excited about this Qatar World Cup and are not putting all their hopes into it. Like they have in the, like even the Russian World Cup, I felt like a lot of people are like, Germany is going to go. I feel like this World Cup has been a lot of kind of slow grind for everybody because it's in the middle of winter. It's in Qatar. There's a lot of restrictions. I feel like it's been a grind for everybody and nobody's expecting their team to win. Nobody. So many a, players are injured too. Exactly. Like every team is ravaged by injuries, including exactly. the U.S. Exactly, and that's why I think it's very hard for people to like kind of get behind their squad because it's uh, there's already a season going on. There, there's key players injured for every World Cup squad, and there's also that like maybe we don't think about it, but Qatar hasn't been the most welcoming to everybody, especially in such a festive time. And it feels like a slow grind going into the World Cup that nobody's really thinking, oh, we're about to win this. It's more like, oh, hopefully we can kind of get far. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, the U.S. based on based on qualifying minutes for all the teams that qualified to the World Cup, um, the U.S. has the youngest roster by far. What's the gap between um, one and two World Cup. versus like two to three or whatever? Well, it's like, so there, the average age of the U.S. during qualifying was 24.5. And then you go up a full year to Ecuador and Ghana, who are at 25.5 um, average age. And then the rest of the gaps are like incremental and like tense. Sure, sure, sure. Right, um, right, so right. By, by far, the U.S. will have the, was likely to have the youngest team at the World Cup. So we'll wait and see when the rosters come, all the rosters. The interesting out, thing but. about the young team in terms of, you know, they do have the youngest team, but in terms of U.S. men's national teams, we're talking about a team that has the most experience in terms of high-level club play that we've ever put into a tournament by a mile. Like I don't, oh, you know, yeah. I don't think you can compare it at all. This this roster is is top five European league heavy. Like I this will is. Say, no, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, I will. I will say though, one thing I've noticed from the big national teams. So like you remember when we were talking about how Spain was on that run when they were undefeated yeah. for so long. Something like eighty five percent of their starting lineup during that time was playing for either Barcelona or Real Madrid. Right. And most they of them were all... Barcelona under Pep, was it? Yeah, I think under Pep. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Real Madrid contributed a lot of players then too, I think. I mean, but my, my point is with some of the bigger national teams, they've had so many of their players play at the same clubs with each other. And that just gives them, has given them such a big advantage. The U.S. does kind of have, like, although they have more European experience than ever, um, the players that are, 
the, the players that are going to be on the roster by and large haven't been playing with each other um, at that level. And that, and that does that, that sort of inexperience playing together um, is what worries me because like, even in the early, the, the, the U S teams in the early aughts, right. They played like those teams were a lot older. So they had a lot more experience playing on the national team level. So that factor wasn't as important. Um, But because of how young they are, because of how little game time, relative to the rest of their opponents they've had together like that's what i'm worried about so yeah, i think that's pretty sure. good um so anyways come down to the dmvr anybody, <laughs> anybody wants to get overhyped come down to the mvr bar and i will get super hyped with you duane solina you love to see listen it. i'll be i'll be um, hype yeah. as hell during the games like i'll be U.S. can do no wrong, but you know. And I have good news for get the memo in in the comments. U.S. doesn't play until noon, so you don't have to get up at three a.m., my friend. We got a. Oh uh, yeah, there. no. There's only there's only like two games on before six o'clock. All the games are like mostly eight eight a.m. and ten a.m. Like it's gonna it's a very watchable World Cup, considering where it's being played. Um, Russia had worse times. I feel like. Um, oh, dude, yeah, so, I remember waking up at 7 to watch that Germany-Mexico game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, there's something I want to clear up, guys. There's something I want to clear up. I saw it in a response to some of our social pushes for this announcement for our partnering with the Rapids, and I've heard it just around around the Rapids world that there are people who are upset with DNVR because they think we killed three lions. They That is, I've heard that... Why would we ever go there? You guys killed three lions. We, we just need to, we need to clear this up. We need to clear it up. Three lions was closed by a bar company that we had nothing to do with at the time. Colfax Sports and Brew existed for almost two years. That was closing. We came in and joined then. We made a DNVR. The company that we joined up with is no longer involved. We have a whole new management company. That is so far removed from us. We had nothing to do with the death of Three Lions. And I love Three Lions. I went to Three Lions all the time. That upstairs yeah. was awesome. That's where Studio A is now. Uh, but yeah, we didn't kill Three Lions. And I just want people to like, we we love soccer. We are trying to embrace all the communities in town, embrace the sports viewing crowd and, and get them in and have fun and, and offer fun things. And if you're mad at us for closing Three Lions, it wasn't us. Take it up with the people that closed three lions. We had nothing to do with it. Zero. Period. No lies. So I just I had to, I I've I've heard it enough that I needed to get on here and let it out. So sorry if that was a, a bit of a sidetrack, my guys. It was a bit of a sidetrack, but I think it was a good clarification to make. I saw the comments you're talking about the off the off base mm-hmm. ones. Um, yeah, it's just it's just not true. Like I and and the problem is it's people like the feeling towards it is so strong because losing a bar like that sucks like a like a like any big game it was standing room out to the patio like it was packed that place was awesome for soccer games um so i get it but if you didn't know that there was a bar for two years in between and you're mad at us how often did you really go there if you didn't know that sports and brew was there for two years right like it's just just save the emotion for something that deserves it because it wasn't us i promise um Okay, moving on. This weekend, Saturday, 2 p.m. Mountain Time in Los Angeles. What are you watching on Ibaka TV? Oh, you want me? Oh, yeah, duh. Duh. You can watch. Well, you, if you have 
Vox TV, you can use your sling discounted package that you get with the Vodka TV. Avaca, the homies, they are the new goat in Colorado sports. That is the greatest of all television. Avaca TV delivers amped up sports coverage for Colorado fans featuring altitude sports and 18 sports. Sorry. Get the most regional content for the lowest price for sports in Colorado. That's Abs and Nuggets, DU, CSU, UNC, and MSU. Go Road Runners! Did you know that our DNVR Nuggets crew went to Serbia to learn more about the history and culture of a country that delivered the city of Denver a two time MVP? We are blown away by the support from Premier Night back in October. So. We have more showings coming up. There was another one last night. Um, there'll be two more this month on Avaku TV for 100 Invisible Threads, our documentary about uh, the DMVR Nuggets crew going to Serbia. Um, it's a 90-minute premium documentary originally made in-house by our team. That's Adam, RG, Wheatley was involved, the whole Nuggets crew. Um, it is amazing. Have you guys watched it yet? No, I have not been able to. Dwayne? Does it have ad breaks? That's no. my question. No mm-hmm. ad breaks. That's awesome. Like you can't you can't get that anywhere else on TV, guys. Yeah. No, it's just a legit 90-minute documentary. It is that's awesome. Really, really dope. Um, definitely worth the time and worth the watch. And we're signing up for Ivaca. Um, you can watch this show. We are live on Ivaca as we speak right now on the DMVR channel. Um, you can watch pre-games. Especially for Nuggets and Av seasons coming up right now, or coming up that we're in the middle of right now, you can watch Nuggets pregame. First five, six games don't matter. Switch <laughs> over to Altitude, watch the game, switch back to DNVR for the postgame show right here. Like it's all right there on Avaca TV. So definitely worth it and worth your time. Um, so you can go to Ivaca.tv and signing up for just $25 a month and $5 receiver. The, um, is evoca.tv slash dnvr you can watch your favorite colorado sports teams and original dnvr content and the trailer for 100 invisible threads is live on the youtube channel so go ahead and check that out yeah okay can't believe i forgot to do the ad read before jumping into the mls cup final which is this weekend finally the end of the 2022 mls season is nigh but we have a battle of the titans for the first time since 2002 Three, two one seeds are going to be fighting out for the cup. And I think that's what four or five iterations of how the postseason has played since then, at least. Um, but the format, um, finally, for the first time in this format, you have the two top seeds playing each other. Um, I think everyone banked on a little bit of chaos happening in their predictions because none of us had one versus one at the start of the playoffs. Um, my dream of an Austin Philly final died. A sad and brutal death last weekend in LA. Um, Did any of us predict? I don't think <laughs> any five. of us predicted LAFC to make the final before in the, five, at the beginning. No, at the none beginning. of us. At the beginning, I don't think any like no. when we were just like spitballing on our brackets. I don't think any of us. I predicted had. I had the, all, all of our Western conference West would get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Are what do we think? O'clock? Sorry, keep going. No, what, like, what do we think about yeah, man, the, how this right format, now. how this format played out this year? Because I've heard the argument that like, um, these one and done games that make the playoffs just go so quick, and the playoffs oh, yeah. are just—it feels like the playoffs just started, and now they're, and now they're over. So I don't, I don't know how. Like, I, I could see the argument that 
you know, for MLS to maintain like a sort of footprint in the national consciousness that the playoffs need to be a little bit more extended. And there has been like some rumors about them ex- uh, extending the format next year. And I just sort of wanted to get y'all's take on that. So this is what you do. You add another team. Mm-hmm. You make the first two rounds a home and away. Semis, uh, conference finals, and, and the final becomes a one game. Becomes one game. You don't go neutral site on the final because I hate that so much. Just never works out. But wherever, let's say LAFC does like get the final again next year or whatever, you have to allocate half the tickets to the other team. Okay. That's right there, dude. 2 p.m. Wait, wait. Right there, dog. Boom. Boom. I think he's responding to get the memo who said U.S. versus Wales. Is that 3 3 a.m.? Yeah, he wasn't talking to you. <laughs> all the all the all the U.S. games at the World Cup are at, are at noon, I believe. Yeah, yeah it's really uh, awesome. Man. This is noon. Give me noon watch time all day long, dude. Dude, get excited, that. get done, and you're done for the day by like what three o'clock, four o'clock. That's awesome. And if you drink a bunch of mimosas, like yeah, yeah, you'll be asleep by about five. So I'm there you not go. gonna drink a bunch of mimosas. I'm gonna guggle a bunch of mimosas. No breathing, Gu- man. Guggle. I like that. What a term. Um. Okay, and off the bat, initial reactions to this game. I still want to ride with Philly, but I feel like I've picked against LAFC every step of the way except for their opener. Um, and, like, it should it be time for me to just put that away and, and jump ship and bring in LAFC? Dwayne, you say no. Nope. I, uh, LAFC is the popular pick. It's got the all-star roster, the big names, but give me three-time MLS goalkeeper of the year in that defense and their goal differential. And I'm, I'm all in on Philly. I think union's bringing it. And, uh, and I think they're going to take home the MLS cup. Okay. Okay. Right now on DraftKings, which you can sign up at, uh, uh, with promo code DNVR, um, it is uh, the money line has LAFC at minus one thirty, so not a strong favorite. But Union, you can get at plus two ninety. That's where the plus two ninety. Well, if you missed out on, let's see, I was on bets in June, and I said you should pick Philly plus a thousand. So if you didn't get in on that, I love those odds. I got a, I got a couple tickets with that. Uh, I came on later in the summer, and it was down to plus six fifty, and I put another ticket on that. So, if you if you didn't listen, then plus two ninety to win this is pretty good odds for this game. I would say, Joseph, where where are you at? Would you think that's? I, I mean, they're yeah, saying they're like, basically three to one to win this game, which I feel like, like for a, such a good team, that's kind of disrespectful. Yeah, like you, I've I've also I think I've picked against LAFC every step of the way except for last week, at which at which point I was like, you know what, I just I I, I gave way to the chalk. I I let the chalk wash over me and I just, you know, I just went with the number, the top, the top two seeds. So listen, I think this Philly team is one of the best teams in MLS history that did not win the supporter shield. Yeah. I think that's, Um, I think like you could make that. I think you you could really make the argument that it is the best non-supporter shield winning team in in MLS history. Um, And listen, Curtin's such a good coach. He knows how to manage games. 
Andre Blake's going to save their asses a handful of times. So the question is, can the union put the ball in the back of the net? And I think that they do. Um, I think it's a narrow win, but I still think it's a win for the union. And that's with them. I, with the idea that this is going to be a, a road game for them, but I just, I just can't bet against Philly. I've, I, I sort of picked them at the start and um, like to win it all. Yeah. And I can't really back down from that now as much as I am impressed by LAFC continuing to defy my expectations for them in the playoffs. And honestly, like I feel like Steve Sharundalo isn't really getting enough credit for doing a, as well of a job he has, he's done in his first ever year. I mean, yeah, they've got a really talented roster, but you know, they still got to win the games. Um, Sharondo has done a really good job with LAFC, but sure. listen, I just, between the coach battle, I pick, I pick curtain team battle. I think the union is a better team, even though LAFC has better individual players. A back line um, and keeper combo is just so That's just good. what it is, it's right? Just, it's, it's so, so they, good. I just can't the fact expect. That they trailed at all is crazy. Yeah. Dude. I just can't expect LAFC to consist, like to, to get multiple goals past Blake. And I think they'll need to do that to yeah, win. They won't win. I think it depends on if they wear down, you know, can, can they wear down Philly's defense? And, uh, you know, like Philly has one of the worst possession percentages in the league. Uh, so I think it's just going to be an offensive onslaught from LAFC. So it's, it's, it's how long can they, can they last and, and do they get that counter strike in? Um, and like you said, you know, can they actually put the ball in? Um, like you, I feel the same. I, I feel they're going to do it. I do think it's going to be, you know, it, it's probably going to be, uh, you know, um, a two to one, a three to two. I, I don't think there's going to be a big gap there um, between yeah. the score. Um, but I, I do think it's going to be Philly. I think, I think they're going to pull it off. Oh, I think it's going to be the best final that we've watched yeah. that I can, that I can remember from MLS final. Yeah. And I'll tell I you hope this. it is. I just, I don't want it to be as Saturday. lopsided. You have 2 PM on a yeah. Saturday, right? So you're going up against, I don't know, like some ranked team in college football beating the shit out of some bad team. Like, you know, there's really nothing else right now. I think they're a Tennessee-Alabama game at that time. Is it at that? Is it at two? Oh, God. They're going to get smoked in the rings. But that being said, um, you you have a one versus one. Like, you don't get – last year was, what, a four and a five? Right? Was that? Yeah, I think so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is as maybe good, four and a uh, three. I think sure, New York sure. might have been three. This is as good as you can get in terms of like, oh, like you like talker, but you don't watch some of MLS. You should you should tune in on Saturday. This is this is the two best teams in the league. Yeah, yeah, you're on mute if you were saying something to us. Um, but I do want to piggyback on something that Joseph said, which is what's really impressive about what Trundle is doing is the the guys that have gotten them through this playoff run it's not those huge names they went and grabbed for a bunch of money right like like and that's what i was worried about was they would be relying on these big names who haven't played a ton of minutes together but it's been the it's been buanga and it's been chicho and it's been these guys that are like not the the a-list stars on the team and that's what's been really impressive and i think i i underrated that going into the playoffs as those guys being able to carry the team so this is the thing about this game you're heading. You're getting a high point offense 
and Alayafi that's going against the best defense that MLS has seen in the last seven years, in my opinion. Seven to ten years in Philly. Mm-hmm. Which one is better? Right. The defense right. is better. Defense wins championships in every sport. That's how you win the game. That's how you go all the way to the finals. Philly has a way better defense, in my opinion, than LAFC has an attacking uh, attacking um, group. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's going to be a 2-0 game. I think LAFC gets shut out. Oh. And you also... I also, that is that is. I mean, so this is the I'm way you flabbergasted. Look, the way I look at this is, you put them up against each other. You put up the Vela, Blessing, Arango, Bale. Has Blessing even dudes. seen him a minute? Anyways, keep going. Sorry. Keep going. Well, you put them up against this defense and that goalkeeper. And even though LFC has the high end names, has all these great people like the Kalen Acosta's, everything that you want to hear about. Philly <laughs> has the chemistry. Philly has everything you need to win a championship, and they have the better goalkeeper. Now, you turn around and you compare LAFC's defense to uh, Philly's attack, and Philly has a better attacking court than LAFC has defense and goalkeepers. And that's the thing you got to – Philly's just a really well-coached team. They're strong from top to bottom. They have depth, and that's something I don't think LAFC can say. I don't think they have chemistry. I think they've out-talented everybody in the playoffs. I think they haven't faced the defense this strong no, all they have year. Not. No, they haven't. They, like, even in the playoffs, I think they got a really weak Austin that crumbled in the last minute. Well, I think Austin Galaxy, did beat them twice this year. They did, but, I mean, in the playoffs. Sure, sure, sure. They got, a, they got a, an, an Austin team that was starting to crumble that they didn't really know what. Uh, they started losing that chemistry because they started bringing different players. I feel like they got a. I feel like they got an LA Galaxy team that just ran out of steam. That they peaked a little too early. If they would have peaked maybe a week or two later, they would be right here right now. And even though I chose LAFC the whole way because I saw their talent being what took them over, I think now Philly has the talent to go toe to toe with them. Yeah, and they have the coaching and the chemistry to overtake them and just show yeah. them what a real team looks like. Yeah, you're right in that it's 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 an it's unstoppable force in the LA offense. It's an immovable object in the Philly defense, right? So the story of the game is can Philly's offense put up enough on the other side, right? The, the, oh, the, the, can Gazdog kind of lead that from the midfield up? Um, I think they can. And I think I think Gazdog has, has the game of of the game i think he's the guy i think he's the x factor in this if philly wins it's because he has a nice game um give me an so andre let's... blake goal what an andre blake goal oh on like a 96th minute corner yeah. andre blake header even, let's go even, dude. i was thinking like the tim howard <laughs> boot it long and hope the wind carries the ball into the goal no, give me a, the line yeah give, yeah. Me, a, give me a corner where yeah. they're tied zero zero and Philly's just like fuck it, we're going for it. You know what, yeah. man? I'm I'm going home. With, Philly's like I'm going home with the MLS Cup. We're going home with the World Series with the World Series uh, Cup a uh, title, whatever. We're going home with the undefeated record. Fuck this, we're out of here. And no, I think Phil- they just take it. It's it is Philly season in sports. Uh, so I think are we unanimous and Philly wins this game? I think so. 
I think God. Sorry, Philly. I have sorry, so much Philly. faith in Philly, man. No, yeah, listen, we're I really it, do. We're making I've it never up been for more because... sure of any of this ever. Dude, I have so ever. much faith in Philly, man, that I went to Walmart earlier and I fucking looked at a Santa Claus uh, statue and I'm like, fuck you. Literally, what? man. Whoa. Oh, you uh, went Philly yeah, you know, you know. I know. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Did you boo him in the middle of Walmart? Yeah, and I started throwing snowballs at him. It yeah. all worked out until the security guard said I had to leave. It was a great bit until the security so guard threw came back. At him. Yeah. Um I think it's gonna be a great game. Um we can sort of, we'll we'll you know we'll have a little segment on it next week to kind of talk about it, but definitely tune in. Um, that Georgia Tennessee game, which is when you were talking about one versus three, starts at 1 30 p.m. Yeah, so I'm sure a ton Georgia, of people yeah. are gonna watch the MLS Cup final. Good job, MLS. Um, okay, also, you've heard about the parking game? situation in in LA, right? Parking, the I've the never US, been to the bank. USC, oh. USC is playing next door at oh, Memorial God. Coliseum at the exact same time. There is no parking available at MLS Cup, you have to exclusively take. Um, like their bus and rideshare stuff that they've got set up. Interesting. That sounds yeah, it's, awful. It's a logistical awesome. mess in Los Angeles for this game. Um, but hey, you know, it's one of those things. That's why they play the game on the field and not in the parking lot. It's also a good problem to have because that means you're in the MLS. So if that's what you have to deal with, that's what you have to deal with. So. Oh my bad, Ray. They're not at the same time, but the 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 parking situation still impacts. Well, yeah, I mean, those USC tailgates go all day. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, All right, well, unanimous. Look at that. Oh, look at that, too. It's also starting to stick out here, where I am, at least. Snow's coming down. Um. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, now it, it – because it was moved back because of the rain delay on Tuesday, Game 6 has to be played on, yeah. on Saturday. Is- so, um, they like, they have to get there. Oh no! It'll only be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Game six will be Saturday. So that's a, um, it's what? this is the best final ever. I think that we could have gotten in a long time. It's close. Just the amount of talent and the amount of like storylines that you can carry throughout this. You're literally getting two worlds colliding. The yeah. West Coast like fancy team that buys all their star players, and then you're getting the East Coast grinders who yeah, but who who built their team from the bottom up. Who, to be one of the, the top 100 clubs in the world. Exactly. And it's just, I think. Which is crazy. It just shows, like, how many ways you can build a team and be successful. Yeah. And I think it's a really good, like, measuring stick for the Rapids to kind of see what they need to do to get to that next level. Yeah. Um. All right. Really quick. It's snowing. It's going to be snowing all night. We're inside. And I want to know what you guys, what's your perfect snow day? What are your activities? Dwayne, you have kids, so I assume that you you have a kid. So I assume you want to go sledding. Me? Here's my hot take. Sledding sucks, and it's stupid, and I hate it. That's my snow Why day sled day. when you can snowboard? See, I also don't do that because it's too expensive. The whole thing is expensive. Number one snow activity. Uh-oh. Snow Classico at Dick Sporting Goods Park. Oh, let's true. go. True, let's true, true. Go. Top of my list. That's <laughs> that's cool. I brought it up. I was like, that's, that's the most fun I've had. This I was at that U.S. Costa Rica game, and it was me awful. Me too. Uh, awful. Awful. It was great. Um, great. 
I mean, do you guys like to bunker down or do you like to get out in the snow when it's snowing? Yeah, I like to bunker down usually, but I mean, I like to go out and snowboard. Like, that's fun. Sure. Yeah. Um, but like in terms of when it's like a snow day when I would have otherwise been at home, like give me a nice cup of coffee, warm blanket, watch the snowfall outside the window, mm-hmm. watch some TV or play some video games. I don't know. Dude, I don't video think I can beat that. For real. Bro, Joseph was straight up in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Put my Listen. chair by the window and watch the snowfall. <laughs> Joseph, yeah, cool. those movies are more watched than any other movie. On oh, they're there. good movies for sure. I like them. <laughs> they're not. No, good they're not. Movies, but they're they're great movies. It, I'm sorry. They are great movies. I did not expect Hallmark movies to be yeah. like the, the front runner on. I did not expect discussion. Yaya to be. Listen, such a when hard you're when you're a kid, movie when you're a kid and snow is new, and like you've never seen it before, and then like you know all of a sudden like the stuff is falling on the ground, you can hit your friends with snowballs and stuff. Um, snow is awesome. Fights do rule. They yeah, do they, rule. that rule that rules. But once you like, so when I well, I grew up in Alabama, right, and so we got snow like once every five years, maybe. Was um, it enough so to when, even have a snowball fight? Yeah, so that that was like sort of the measuring stick for whether or not it was like even a worthwhile snow, right? Was sure. it, can you can you make one snowball? Like that's like the <laughs> challenge. You can forget forget building a snowman. Can sure. you make one snowball? Um, <laughs> so when I first moved out to um, Virginia, which is where I moved to from Alabama before I came to Colorado, um, I got I I really enjoyed uh, like the snow. But after a certain after a certain number of snowstorms, like I don't know, it's not that they get old. It's just that the amount of fun you can have, sort of outside in them, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that decreases a bit after uh, over time. Um, but I like watching. Like snow's beautiful. It's, it's yeah. it looks really nice outside. What is your guys' right take so. on the roads are fine still? From what I can see, the roads are fine. I want to order a pizza. What's your take on ordering delivery on, when it's snowing? Take advantage and tip good. Sure. I mean, I do tip yeah. very well. I'm former industry. Really I, I well always tip that. really well. Are you guys? Do you guys think that's a dick move, though? I I will. So you have to tip really well. Okay. Yeah. It okay. is a dick move, but you have to tip really well to make up. I mean, Domino's is like three blocks away. I could just drive and pick it up myself. So I should. Probably you could also that. walk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna walk. In my Look, when home. it's when it's snowing. You know how cold your pizza would be by the time you got back. That's true, but cold pizza <laughs> is underrated. Cold pizza, it's my favorite type of pizza. Yeah, but that's out of the fridge, not like no, 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 the box back. Any cold pizza, of, if it's cold and the cheese is just like a little bit kind of smushy, perfect pizza. That is Perfect. a crazy take. I no, enjoy fresh hot pizza is pizza. the best version of pizza. No, That's not even why are we arguing about this. This is a lie brought to you by <laughs> corporations because they want to sell you microwaves. <laughs> Who are you wiping off the screen? <laughs> <laughs> it's snowing in here. See, like on a snow day, this is what you have to do. You make some champurrado. You chill in front of the TV. What is that? Champurrado is just like a, a style of Mexican chocolate with let right. Oh, so you just you sit there, you bundle up. If you have a if you have a special someone in your life, you bundle up with them and you put three of the best rom coms you can find. Four married guys, so we all look yeah. when <laughs> that's what you do when you are uh, when you are. I'm on I know me too. <laughs> Say it. When you, we're all at the edge of our seats. When, when you are just a down on your luck lawyer from the big city, 
who needs a break and you do a house swap with someone in the middle of nowhere town, the middle of America. Mm -hmm. And then Classic. you, you go and your car breaks down and you, and the mechanic who shows up is a handsome uh, mechanic who has a tragic story of losing, you know, his family and well, then I thought, like oh, Dean I don't know. I, you're talking like a Dean Kane type. And then it starts snowing, yeah. and then you fall in love and find the real message and reason for snow. In Christmas. Then you're, then you're Yaya, and you're in a Hallmark movie. Yeah, Dude, let's and, go. And Classic that's, Yaya. That's what, you, that's what you do in the snow. Dude, I've I'm never a, been on bated breath like that on this <laughs> podcast ever than for you to get that story out. Oh my God. I, I'm, here, I'm here to build up. I'm here to build up the Hallmark suspense. This is why you have to listen until the hour mark, you guys. This is important shit. So AJ has, AJ <laughs> has a really nice theory, AJ or Av guy, that Hallmark has um, a recipe, a format. And if yeah, you of course stray from the format, the yeah, ones that the stray, no, no, of course. But when they stray from the format even a little bit, those are the bad Hallmark movies. Yes. So you got to make sure there's no kittens involved, no animals. They're all bad. I've never <laughs> seen a single so one. Fun. I have Dude, no oh, idea. No. Joseph, wow. instead of watching the MLS Cup final on Saturday, we'll get, we'll hook up and we'll watch Hallmark movies. <laughs> Joseph is hosting. So everyone go to Joseph's house and it's going to be Hallmark movies at Joseph's. Yeah, it's Joseph's, right in the, right in the corner of Colfax and York. <laughs> yeah. Y'all <laughs> are killing me. Y'all are killing um, me. Hey, hey. He um, said he'll give free beers and candy to anybody that shows up. Wow. I am giving, getting sliced and diced again. Wow. I wonder with all of the TVs we have down in the DMVR. Yes, it will be on. Could we get every Hallmark holiday movie oh. on at the same Oh, no. Definitely no, not. Definitely no, not. not even We only close. have 32 screens. It's not. Yeah, right. there's about 150 um, different ones. Yeah. So they take out like 50 every year. We've got <laughs> crazy Hallmark lore it's experts a lot of magic. Like, it's a lot of magic. Look, it started as a snow day activity pod finished with a Hallmark movie pod. And that's DNVR, baby. That's how we roll. DNVR uh, Hallmark. Let's go. All right. right. Wrap this up, Joseph. Take us home. Go ahead and plug your stuff. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at JSPSAM. Um, always excited to be on the pod. Yeah. Love that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug away. Uh, five-star reviews anywhere you listen, please. We really appreciate it. Please. You're not going to give us a five-star review. Don't do anything at all. Yeah. Nothing nice to say. Don't say nothing at all, please. Straight up. Uh, say bye to Joseph, guys. This is his last show ever. He's, um, so. uh, he's out of here because the MLS Cup finals are gone. So there's no need for him anymore. Um, follow DNB underscore Rapids. We love it all very much. Tell us what you want to hear. If you want to hear Joseph, we'll consider having him back. Um, but there might be a fee involved. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss off air. We'll discuss yeah. off air. Yeah. So just let us know what you guys want to hear. And we're more than happy to oblige. Dwayne, go ahead. Plug away, my guy. Come say hi on Twitter if you like. Um, but start making your schedules to come hang out at DMVR Bar, your hub for the cup with DMVR plus Colorado Rapids. We're going to have tons of fun. I just I cannot wait to hang out and watch us get out of the group stage and, and not be on rehearsal. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Um you know what? I do. I have one shout out I want to give. Shout out to friend of the program, 
the ginger ninja himself, Matt Pollard, taking over Woo! Burgundy Wave. Shout out, managing editor. Thank the love Lord, bring Burgundy it. Wave back, baby. Yeah, yeah, love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. So shout out to him. We'll try and get him on here in the next few weeks. We'll talk about it and, and see what's going on over to Burgundy Wave. Um, outside of that, come down to the bar. Um, we'll be playing the two um, early Avalanche games. We'll be open the next two days. They're in Finland. Um, we'll be playing all the World Cup games. We got Nuggets takeover on Saturday. We got all sorts of fun stuff. Um, so come on down to the bar. I'll be slinging T-shirts and raffle tickets and doing all the stuff we usually do down there. Um but uh, yeah, more important than any single one of those things anybody said for the last hour and four minutes, up the pids.